Good morning. We have uh, Facebook Live going on here. We'll be going live on the radio here in just about two minutes. Uh, but Craig's joining me here talking about Multiply, the Multiply conference here, uh, coming up on the 8th and 9th of November. And grateful for him to be here. We're also celebrating HB's birthday, Big 6-0. The man has joined the sixth decade with the rest of us. So we're really happy for that. And we'll be talking about these things here in, in a couple of minutes. So hang in there tight with us. We'll be starting in just a minute. Just a minute. Morning, Dale Green. Good to see you. Grateful for everybody who stops by. about 35 40 seconds here before we come in so I have to ask is, is your wife watching today she's not <laughs> she's running our three-year-old around on the and we are back warp and woof radio radio next.tv at the cool groove site we come to you every Wednesday from 10 until noon Thank you for joining us here this week. We are pleased this week uh, not only to uh, talk about HB's birthday, which we will be doing here in just a few minutes, but to begin, uh, we want to talk uh, to Craig, who is uh, leading up the Multiply Conference here, and want to give him uh, some time here at the beginning to promote this good work that's going on uh, coming up November 8th and 9th. So, Craig, thanks for having uh, for coming in today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, we're glad uh, not only that you're here, but that you can tell us a little bit about the conference. So do that a little bit. Tell us the background of the conference, why it's happening, uh, purpose, mission, all the rest. Sure. Yeah, we'll do. So the conference, at its core, is for social and faith-driven pioneers, um, those who desire to see people loved, lives changed, and their communities impacted. Um, to go deeper on that, for those of you that God created as entrepreneurs or visionaries or the big dreamer types, um, the innovators, we see you guys as the driving force of impact um, in big ways where the love of Christ can be shared with um, others and ultimately his kingdom multiplied. So we're calling those, those people out and we want to see social enterprises revved up and impact businesses um, created and church plans and nonprofits among other endeavors, um, even such as this radio show. I mean, these are the things that are gonna impact lives and we need those risk takers and people willing to put in energy and effort to start up those initiatives. Uh, we're really grateful for the impact that this uh, conference is already having on the community. Folks are talking about it around Indianapolis. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, this interconnectivity that I hear you talking about, this entrepreneurialism along with pastoral interest as well as service interests, as well as doing good in the community. I mean, how are you segueing and putting all of those things together? Yeah, that's a great question. At the core, it's it's making disciples. At mm. our foundation, it's about mm. loving on others, being able to create those relationships. And the channels we do that are all different. Mm. We're not all called to be church planners. I'm not called to be a church planner. I'm called to create things. My history is in business. I started a business back in high school. Mm. Um, I eventually grew that company for around 10 years and was able to be acquired by a very large financial organization early in my life, which was a blessing and um, the most interesting thing that has ever happened in my life because after I sold that company, I essentially 
um, sold my identity with it. I didn't realize mm. that was the case, but I realized that, um, you know, I spent many years of my life driving after selfish ambition mm. when I could have been making bigger difference in people's lives. So God's been working on me, um, and he took me through that season and allowed me to see that it doesn't matter what we do. You know, sometimes we get in our head that we have to be a pastor to mm-hmm. make big life change, right. but we don't. And we're not all called to be pastors or church planners. We're called to engage our passions and live out the purpose he's set within us. And for me, that's being an entrepreneur. That's really fantastic. One of the things that I talk about all the time in my teaching is vocation is ministry. So whatever it is that you do, whoever it is that you are, that is what you're given to do. And to, to do it as a Christian, uh, that means that you are infusing how you live life and what you do in your business, whatever, uh, from a Christian vantage point. So let's talk about the kinds of folks that are coming into this conference and uh, who can, if people are interested in coming to the conference, let's talk about your website, first of all, and then who's going to be coming to this conference. Sure. So you can learn more at multiply2018.com. You can see the lineup there. You can see the agenda, the breakouts that we're offering. The people in the room, they're going to be ranging from people with just ideas to people who have been operating nonprofits or social enterprises for the decades. Um, so it's going to be a big range of people, which is great because the networking opportunities and just the storytelling yeah. between um, the different seasons that people are in um, can really impact both sides. Mm. That's really fantastic. I mean, from my perspective as a nonprofit uh, leader, my interest is always to make connections with people. And uh, somehow we seem to have sidelined that to uh, this is just something we do in business. That's not the case. So uh, talk about the issue of this crossover, this transdisciplinary, if you will, crossover between uh, what you view these things as from a Christian point of view, and how does this then, this entrepreneurial spirit then, infuse uh, not only the conference, but really what you hope to have people leave with from the conference? Yeah, we, we hope that people leave from the conference with just a an inspiration or just a different mindset where... A lot of our day-to-day is just spent on checking off the boxes and checking email, making sure work's getting done, but we lose tact to what's at our core. And I think it's just to really um, encourage people to, and challenge them to really keep their core belief at the front of their motivation every single day. Um, and, And to, in their endeavors, make sure that God and relationships and sharing your faith is is a part of your everyday life. Mm. Um, So, you know, it doesn't matter where your stage is, you know, if you call yourself an entrepreneur, visionary, creator, or innovator, um, the conference was built for you, and I invite you out to to hear from other pioneers in social enterprise and business and ministry, Mm. um, and hopefully you'll walk away with ideas or next steps that you can take action to the ideas that you have. That's really an important idea that that there's an innovation emphasis here, and and maybe we should make sure that everybody remembers. We've actually had a um, radio show just a few weeks back on creativity, and so from those of you who have been listening on a regular basis, you know that uh, we talk about uh, Exodus 28 through 35 all the time, the emphasis on creativity, how the very first people indwelled by the Spirit of God were artists 
So the emphasis on this entrepreneurial aspect of building something from the very beginning, this is something that's really important to us. So let's talk a little bit about you and let's talk about how you have come to this place. Uh, what is it that's driven you to, your, uh, to this point in your life that makes you say to yourself, you know, I want to create a conference that's going to help other people maybe uh, to overcome some of the things that I should have known about ahead of time, however that happens for you, take that away. Yeah, so that goes back to just operating and growing a company for a long period of time, eventually having that season of change where I was so-called successful by the world's terms, mm. I was able to once again be acquired. After that all happening, you know, I, I checked my big personal goals of starting a company, selling a company, um, being successful by the world's definition, and at that same point in time, being the most I've ever been my entire life. Um, and I tell you, that's a feeling I never thought I would I would be in. And it's it's been a work in progress. God has been working in my life and showing me and teaching me new things. And really, it's how my identity needs to be in Him and not my endeavors. And, and my personal ambitions. And um, that's that's where I've been spending a lot of time in thought and prayer and um, reflection is, is around that. That then led me to um, start to meet other people that I believe God put into my path. And that eventually led to starting a conference for these people types, these pioneers or creators or, or big dreamers that God created you that way. And it's easy for us to get down the track of chasing our own dreams where I want to help um, advise that, you know, if, if we can catch that before we run too far, mm. um, I, I think we can be a lot more impactful and our time will be used as God wants it to be mm. versus us just chasing um, our ambition. Yeah. this uh, It strikes me to ask this question in terms of uh, some of the folks that you anticipate being there perhaps, uh, but more to the point of the churches. Um, does it matter what denominations, what churches attend this particular conference? It doesn't. Um, you know, we ultimately we want to love others. We want to build relationships, and we want to share Christ's love for us. Um, I mean, I want to use every minute of my life to be able to just just share the grace that mm -hmm. I've been given. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a beautiful thing. Hmm, absolutely. So, uh, in terms of church leadership, are you uh, are you looking forward to the opportunity to meeting church leaders, uh, to connecting uh, church leaders, pastoral folks, to business people, uh, and why do you think that that might be important for pastors to have more of an in interaction with business folks? Yeah, I think it's a crucial partnership between the business and social enterprise and nonprofit world as well as the churches. I mean, as that combination comes together, that's that's like the rocket booster system that's going to get us to big impact within mm. our communities. And mm. the churches need to help drive that, and they need to be partnering with the businesses and, and vice versa. You know, when, when we have a, a successful, profitable business that is founded on Christian principles and has um, impact in their mind every single day, that can help a church survive and sustain mm. and be very healthy. Um, so it, it also creates jobs, and mm. our businesses and enterprises within our community can affect 
a lot of people. It has scale, um, mm. and I think it's a I think it's a very crucial partnership. One of the things that uh, is really a sad thing in the church is that we have this dichotomization that goes on where we silo things, and you know this is what I do on Sunday, and here's what I do yes. the rest of the week. Yes. The whole Gnostic problem where uh, there's a separation between so-called secular and sacred issues. But if indeed God is the creator of all things, he sustains all things, then everything is his. So it would sure seem like businesses and churches and entrepreneurs all be, ought to be working together a lot better and a lot right. more. Yeah, and for us, you know, it's very important. We want to challenge the business owners and leaders to incorporate impact statements and visions within their company mm. and have measurable impact metrics that they can track impact and, and find a core mission that they're passionate about or God's calling them to. It could be maybe hiring people out of the prison system and helping mm -hmm. with re-entry. It could be um, doing large service projects with all your employees and going down and rebuilding a home um, within the community. If your passion isn't in the local community, it, it may be in Africa or Mexico and mm. um, or other parts of the state of Indiana. I mean, we have so many stories of so many people doing so many different things, and you'll hear those stories at the conference. Um, and and I, I feel that just, just by hearing that, it will open up so many ideas within mm. your head that you can really put on paper how you can live every day intentionally mm. in ways that will multiply the kingdom of heaven. Mm. And there's that word intentional. The issue is always one of we have to make a decision, an act of the will to actually do these kinds of things. So as we end here uh, in this first uh, segment of our show and thinking about talking with you about this conference, are there things that we miss that we want to make sure to hit? Are there uh, issues that um, you want to leave with people? What would be your last words here in the last couple minutes? Sure. I invite you to check out Multiply2018.com. Line up. We have a, we have a great lineup. Um, we have the CEO from the Dallas Mavericks, Sid Marshall. She'll be sharing her story. Nice. We have entrepreneur and author of Called to Create, Jordan Rayner, coming up. He's out of Orlando. We have multi-ethnic and multi-generational church pioneer Albert Tate. He's coming to speak. We have uh, local tech-based uh, form stack CEO Chris Byers speaking, as well as a ton of other um, pioneers in ministry, business, and the nonprofit world. I invite you to check out the website. If you're a student, you can register for $35. If you're not a student, today, through the weekend, you can use Cominius and you'll receive 50% off your registration. So oh, I look encourage at you. you to do that. <laughs> That's great. And take advantage of that. That's only through this upcoming weekend. So go ahead and do that. And uh, I hope to see you guys at the conference. That's wonderful. You will see me there on Thursday. I teach Thursday morning. Uh, looking forward to uh, being with you, though, the end of the morning and then all the way through the afternoon on uh, November 8th. Uh, this is a fantastic opportunity to bring a whole bunch of folks together that probably don't see each other all that often. And, uh, you know, kudos to you and to all the organizers for the wonderful work that you're doing here in the community Thank to you. make this conference happen. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for being here and for the time you've spent here with us. You're listening to Warp and Woof Radio, RadioNext.tv at the Cool Groove site. We're going to take a one-song break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about celebration and partay because it is my twin brother's birthday, 60 big years old today, H.B. Bell. We'll talk about that in the next hour. You're listening to Warp and Woof Radio. We'll be right back. <laughs> that sounds so funny when you say 60. I still feel like a little boy. You know, just feel like a little boy. This is uh, Dr. Clyde Posley. Hey, Craig.
Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Greg. My pleasure. Yeah, thank you again for uh, for your time. Yeah, and, thank you. Uh, so we'll be in touch. Yeah, I'll look forward to the walkthrough at some point. Okay. Yeah, I'll and, send you uh, invite. We'll look forward to that. Okay. Yeah. Hey, happy birthday. Oh, man, thank you so much, man. Good luck <laughs> on the guys. conference, too. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Blessings on the on the day. All right, thank you, guys. Today is your actual birthday? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. Matter of fact, we can cut it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. yeah, man. Treat me, treat me too good. We should have this on camera, man. Oh, I got it. You just already out there, man. Check out the card I got for him. <laughs> <laughs> got a little black panther. Yeah. That's, that's I am him too. <laughs> that's a keepsake, man. Yeah. You know, bro, you, 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 so, yeah, Dwayne turned 60 in um, yeah, I know. July the 25th. I know. And they had, you know, he always does a homecoming party yeah. at, at their damn state. Yeah. Well, this year was 60, 60. Yeah. Everybody, all, all, all that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. 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 I didn't make that connection, but that is absolutely true. Yeah. Well, I've been all right, that's all right. So when you see me give him one and you don't get one. Hey man, I still love him. I, I like him more than I like you. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I got it. I wrote, I wrote something on your page. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, and you know, I was, I was kicking myself the other day for, uh, for not, for not, uh, so there we go. Yeah. <laughs> now, for not, for not getting a picture of us on that day when you came over to teach. I always oh. forgetting stuff like that. You know, I don't think about it. I enjoy it, man. The, I, uh, the students were attentive, man. Yeah, good. It means you're doing some good teaching. Good. They, they expect the people that you bring in, they, they expect to hear something else. That's, that's I love the classroom. Good. Good. I knew you would. I do. Just something, you know, what I was doing with your class mm -hmm. is more natural to me than preaching. Yeah. I, I would rather be in the classroom than behind the pulpit. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is what I know. I know I'm called to be a pastor. Yeah. Uh, if I didn't want to do it, I mean, everything about me is mm -hmm. designed to do it, but I wouldn't prefer to do it. And, and I only blame the pastor to mm -hmm. like 55. Look at the first line in there. It's like, it's like a Bible, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, that's exactly what I'm talking about, man. Preachers should be teachers. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for hanging in there with me. It's just natural to me. Yeah. No. We are, uh, we're going to hang in here for another 30, 35 minutes with me. And then uh, Clyde and HB are going to take over, right. do whatever you're going to do. And uh, I got a plane to catch. Going out to PA to uh, do some teaching. Some PH and D teaching. Biblical, biblical theological foundations for ministry. Ooh. Yeah. I talked that in the morning. Mm. I did. Did you? Mm -hmm. Yep. For, That's uh, a lot, a lot of fun. 2012 to 2014. Mm. Uh, mm. Well, so we had a show with Martin then. They used to do a show with me between that time mm -hmm. period. They did a yeah, show for about 20 years. Graduate program. Uh, yeah. Biblical Foundations for Ministry. It's mm -hmm. part of the uh, Urban Ministries Master's Degree. Yeah. We used to talk about all that. Um, all the different programs, uh, community uh, mental health development pro mm -hmm. you know, programs what that they had, yeah. What, what the foundations were. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. That was over. The first One two to the class. The first morning that I'm there from about 8 until noon, um, I just ask students what their dissertations are. What level do you teach them? 
PhD. Okay. So okay. Yeah. So we start off. It's the the second class that they take. So um, I just so start off. Class? The, the second class. This is a theory class? This class is... Well, theory in the sense that this is a foundation philosophically okay, okay, for, the, okay. for the course for PhD, okay. at, at least at the seminary, but uh, I just ask everybody what they're doing their dissertations on, and then I just kind of riff on biblical theological themes and bring things together, and their, their last assignment is 12 pages of their biblical theological for the dissertation. So... Yeah, commercials on. All right. What are we doing? What are we about to do now? Uh, we just talk about why it's important to celebrate. Okay. You know, why is it important to have a good time okay. from time to time? A little Leviticus 23, all of the feasts, you know, and all that good stuff. A little desire to accomplish is sweet to the soul. Mm. See, now, those of you who know me at all know that uh, Leviticus is my second favorite book in the Bible. So there that is. You're in. And we are back. Warp and Woof Radio, Radio TV at the Cool Groove site. You find us here every Wednesday from 10 until noon. My producer, H.B. Bell, his birthday today, the big 6-0, and my co-host, Dr. Clyde Posley. And we are glad Buenos to be dias. here. Ah, a little Spanish here early yeah. in the morning. We, we Bonjour. H.B. <laughs> in the background. Yeah, so uh, we want to talk a little about celebration, about H.B.'s birthday, um, you know, uh, just you know, we got to turn this around at least HB so they see you. Hey, they see the yeah. big, the big, the big smile. Right? The, the green lights are popping. The up big, yeah, that's right. See, Virginia Eckel is watching. Hey, mom. I love her, man. Yeah, I, see, I, I you see know, her in my inbox. Hey, mom, love you. <laughs> you know, there he is, the man of the day, the man of the hour. So we're talking here today about the issue of uh, celebration and why it's important to do this and. You know, it was it was just kind of fun that HB's birthday fell on the 17th of October, and it happens to be Wednesday, and here we go. Uh, but honestly, you know, this is something that we need to talk more about. The concerns that we have uh, throughout Scripture are very clear about uh, how people were excited about holiday and why that was important. So uh, I'm just going to start off with Leviticus. Uh, you know, Dr. Clyde, jump in with whatever, but... Sure. Uh, Leviticus 23 kind of takes us back to God's uh, statements to his people. Hey, uh, you know, you got all of these different things I want you to remember. And that, that I think, is the key thing I want to leave with everybody. That celebration is a memory maker, and it's based on things in history. So, you know, we're celebrating HB's birthday. It's very important to us uh, because this is history. HB has history, and he has a history behind him and so on. Every, all of us do. So the issue of celebration is huge, um, and in Leviticus 23, we have all of these different feasts, and God uh, prescribed various activities for these feasts, and one of them was eating. So we actually brought cake today, you know, so that's important for us. Uh, and, you know, a few other things we'll uh, leave off to the side for the moment. But nonetheless, all of this stuff is important to us. So let's just talk generally about uh, celebration, why it's important. Uh, Clyde, from your perspective, uh, in, as a pastor, as a lecturer, as a professor, uh, what are some of your thoughts about the issue of celebration from a Christian point of view? Well, um, there is a popular word uh, in in some you know kingdom circles today. Uh, so as we as, as some call it Christian circles today, koinonia, hmm. Greek word koinonia, which in uh, in essence is uh, fellowship. Yes, and uh, so celebration is important 
among brothers, among the the culture. One because it enhances fellowship. Mm -hmm. it, it 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 reminds us. It 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 lifts the reasons to rejoice mm -hmm. over the reasons to have a dismal outlook. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. Yeah. But the, a, another reason is holidays, holy days, there it is. are supposed to remind us of our ontology, our our mm. our, our, um, our godly ontology, our, the origin of our of, of holiness and our connection and relationship to that. Mm. Uh, in, in Romans chapter 14, where this is discussed, uh, it, uh, and 13 as well, it, 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 uh, the Paul talks about that we should never frown on what one, what day one considers holy mm -hmm. versus another day another person considers holy because it's holy unto them. Mm -hmm. And so you can never frown on it. A person celebrating their birthday may not mean anything to other people, but it is a, that person's right and choice to choose to use that day mm -hmm. as a day of reflection yeah. and a day of insight and, and introspective thought mm -hmm. as, as well as external um, uh, acknowledgement or reaffirmation that I'm blessed, mm -hmm. that God has been good to me, that he has brought me, that he has kept me. And, and quite frankly, uh, I, I celebrate my birthday remembering that some of the things that, that some of some kids, young people I grew up with, some of the things that have caused their demise happened to me. Yeah. And for whatever reason, God was merciful to me and mm -hmm. I'm still here. Mm -hmm. I'm not here. I celebrate my birthday, because, you know, saying it's not that I'm better. It helps me. It reminds me of just how good God has been because there's nothing so good about me that my years on earth have been longer than others. Mm -hmm. Martin Luther King died at 39. Absolutely. Uh, 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 Kennedy and other, other others died at early ages, so uh, we shouldn't take for granted. And a birthday is a good spot to just reflect on the holy God and his patience mm -hmm. and his kindness it's, for me. Yeah. I always get a, a, a big smile on my face whenever you use the word ontology. I think, mm -hmm. you know... You know, you use this at least every time we're on the air. And if I had a dollar bill for every time you use that word, I could go out and buy a nice steak dinner. I just want you to know that. I like the word. It's a fantastic word, man. I love the word. So I, you just keep using that word. Yeah. Anyway. It's the center of our, our existence. Yeah. Uh, and how we fit into the world and how we intersect with others. Mm. I, I, you know, there, there's a whole genre. Yeah. As you know, I'm not informing you. Of ontological study, mm. and and most people, it's just a good one to get into. Yeah, say that. yeah. So we're going to turn this around for HB uh, to give him an opportunity to, to just chat for a minute about the importance of uh, his birthday history celebration, wherever he wants to take this thing. Just for a minute. Uh, well, I, I'm gonna be like uh, Reverend Clyde and say that you know when I I guess when I started doing some uh, introspective thinking today about being 60 because kind of a weird guy. I celebrate every day anyway, uh, more so than most people. I just find this great joy waking up and me and guys doing this thing all mm -hmm. over. Um, and you know, I'm wired with a different kind of energy and mm -hmm. made me this way so I could go give this juice every day to some people who may need it. But looking back today and I thought about 60 years and I thought about just what Clyde was saying, how many brothers that I know that did mm -hmm. not make 60 mm -hmm. and I was doing the exact same things. Uh, in some places where in harm's way where it had to be nothing but God's hand on me yeah. uh, to be here to do better and to do more. 
And so, you know, in that in that phase, it's like, wow, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's an accomplishment. 66 is huge. Uh, but then and just waking up every day, I still just want to say if people could wake up every day and just feel that magic of living and celebrate just waking up and getting another chance to go do this and another chance to make up for yesterday's errors that you might have made yeah. um, and say, okay, God, I, 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 let me not do that again, you know, and, and just just marvel at the gift of living. I, I think we would just be better. And I, I don't use uh, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the holidays to, to get amped up. You know, I, get, I get amped up because of every day I get to go I, I do it. Well. And I tend on holidays, especially with my mom not here. And, and, you know, I don't really have a big family type net. Mm -hmm. I tend to kind of get recluse on holidays because I'm burning it so hard all the time. It's almost like a day I get to say, mm -hmm. let me shut this down for a day or two and let everybody get their holiday, you know, yeah. glee on. Mm -hmm. And because and I got work to do once, you know, once Christmas is over, when Thanksgiving, right. I got to go back, you know, every day and go to work to keep some fire, right. you know, going to some folks because most people just are not wired. Yeah. You know, to to find happiness and hope and and, and zest in their day. Mm -hmm. So you know, I don't know. Just I love it though, but That's I'm happy today. I'm <laughs> loving this brotherhood today. So so you know, I just think people need to just take into the fact that every day we get to to rise up, mm -hmm. and that is another gift from God, and we just take it for granted sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I kind of absolutely I kind of holiday every day. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. And people, glad you see me. I'm so consistent, man, most of the time with personality and the way I mm. go. I have people thinking it's a fraud. Uh -huh. You know, they, oh, yeah, he can't be this happy. Yeah, mm. that guy yeah, can't be strange, like, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's you know, I want to just, just to kind of piggyback off, off of what, what you are saying. I, I believe that uh, every day where one could laugh and celebrate and chooses not to, is to some degree a wasted day. And it's a sin. Mm -hmm. I think it's a sin, yeah, I mean, man. This is a gift. The, well, the Bible says a merry heart yeah. doeth like medicine. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so that means that when when you have joy actually in your heart, uh, it, it, it is ministry. It is medicinal yeah. to your being, to your ontology. And so what we have to, we, we, and, and so I, I try to do that. I really do. When I go, I'm gonna leave here. I've got a Bible study couple today every every Wednesday. Got some meetings. If to know me is to know, I'm gonna have some laughter in there. Absolutely. I refuse. I, I shut meetings down because the person. I'm really. And I don't, and, and I don't, I'm not in the metaphysics in the sense that this statement might sound. But negative energy. I'm at this age, this place in my life where negative energy is like. I can almost see it. I did, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm like, okay, I don't want to, you know, and I'll shut a meeting down or not do a deal with someone or mm. something because I, I you know, I, I, I don't know because I'm happy. Yeah. I didn't say I was perfect or rich mm -hmm. or, or without a sin or in my members, what I'm saying, my flesh, but I'm happy. And, and, and I'm not going to let you take I that I think me. that is what I'm talking about, Clyde, yeah. the way I wake up. I'm just yeah. a happy yeah, I'm guy. Not gonna, I'm not going to um, let you take and, that. And scripture, you know, I'm talking to two preachers and doctors. <laughs> That's what's funny, but I'm talking scripture. But, you know, uh, a cheerful giver, man, they said out of all the things God loves God the most, love it. 
is a, a cheerful giver. And, and that's the reason I tell people all the time, mm -hmm. even when I'm walking around here broke, it's I don't know what. And I have an opportunity to say, how can I help somebody first mm -hmm. before I'm asking what, you know, I can <clears> have. Man, that keeps you, I'm telling you, man, it keeps your heart good. That it just, huge, it keeps you happy. Yeah. And and uh, I tell people all the time, man, and enjoy this present. Mm -hmm. um, and I have that slogan, you know, that I use, yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery, today is the present. And if mm -hmm. it's the present, open up your gift. Mm -hmm. You know, every day, if it's the present, mm -hmm. open up your gift to play on words. And, and I don't think that, I, I know people that'll sit up and they'll be miserable for two weeks waiting on a two-week event that's getting ready to take place. And I'm like, you mean really? You're, you're waiting on that. you're waiting on two weeks to be happy. I'm like, man, be happy, and then when those two weeks come, you just happy again. Mm. Uh, can, can that? I think that's the reason. A lot of times, events for people are anticlimactic. Yeah, because they are so stressed out leading to it. They don't. It, it can't. It, it can't be a culmination. You got anxiety. All, all anxiety. To your excitement. And so now yeah. you can't enjoy the event. Or yeah. or it's so much anticipating, waiting on something that. How we gonna manifest itself into what you thought would be anyway, mm -hmm. uh, like we do most times. You know, the trip to if I can think back, I agree with trip that. to Disney World was okay, but it wasn't all it was cracked up to be after we got there. After all the talking about what we're <laughs> gonna do, what you're gonna see, and all that, and then when you get there, you could have went to King's Island. You know, <laughs> no, I'm just serious. But most of the time, we we make things bigger than they are. But I think if we just enjoy what they are, then we have a better time. But uh, we get amped up and hyped up and. And then it's a failure. One thing go wrong. Now it's been a failure. Mm. Whether or not right now it's a failure. Mm. And that's another that's another thing that I have when I watch the news about the weather. It's never a good day. Mm. Have you ever noticed? It just ain't never the right <laughs> weather. Mm. Like, man, look, it's if you get cold, put your jacket on. If it's too hot, <laughs> leave your jacket in the closet. If it rains, get an umbrella. You know, and enjoy this day. Uh -huh. And I just watch people like their day is going to be manifested out of the weather. And that mm -hmm. blows my mind. So I'm a, <laughs> I'm a stickler on little stuff like that, man. I just think that we, we waste too much of God's valuable mm -hmm. gift. Uh, either complaining or not being happy mm -hmm. about something. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to take every day and wake up and smell that air and say, oh, yeah. It's another day for me to go paint some some. Uh, yeah. and it's a struggle. Yeah, you, know, you have to you have to be reminded uh, uh, because the flesh uh, wants you to be selfish and not and 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 think of you know negative reasons to be sad. You know, yeah. so so you, it's a, it's an act of the will is where I'm going. Mm -hmm. You have to choose uh, to count things all joy. Mm -hmm. There you go, as yep. James says in chapter one. And, and I think even as being a Christian, I think that we uh, have to find what our walk and what our real mission is with the Christ that we say we serve. Um, and I have found that I, I do realize that, you know, I'm not effective if I'm not bringing light to the room. And if I've been given this extra abundance of, of, of zest, so to speak, this, you know, I got a little bit more of my, my tank to, to say every day, go grind and go do this diligently. I had that's my that's my ministry. That's mm -hmm. what I have to go do. Uh, much like when folks are you know are ill and you know let me get pastor here because pastor needs to come pray. Well, every day I got you know I told you I walked in the store the other day and this lady turned around and said, "Sir, thank you." And I she, apparently she was just a little lonely old lady mm -hmm. doesn't get to see a lot of people. And I walked in and just said hello to her and tell her to have a great day. And she turned around and said, "Thank you, sir." 
I'm mm. like, you just never know. You never know. Never know mm -hmm. the seeds that you plant mm. and, and the light that you can bring on somebody. You just mm. never know. So I, I say do that like mm. with ease. So from your perspective, you want to celebrate every day. I'm, I do. Yeah. I, yeah, in my perspective, I do. I, there's there's a rare occasion, and I'm human. I don't want you to get to note that I'm not human. I do have some times that I deal with, and uh, most of the time I'm telling you and I'm saying mm -hmm. some words probably I need to be saying to a preacher because I need prayer <laughs> after some of that venting. No, because I'm not, I'm, you know, that's why I'm not a preacher. I'm not a disciplined as y'all, man. But, but on, on the way I think and the way I roll, man, Christ mm -hmm. runs my life. So there are times I have mm -hmm. to say, let me... Let me get this stuff out, man. Let me talk to some brothers I mm -hmm. know can, you know, pray me back up. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, those there words wouldn't be what mom needs. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> so, hey, mom, how you doing? Um, <laughs> we, we are here uh, talking to HB about his 60th birthday. But, but generally speaking, we want to just talk about the issue of celebration and about holiday and about why it's so important from a Christian vantage point to say, you know what, it's a good thing to have a good time. Um, I think sometimes we kind of forget that, you know, in, in our preaching sometimes, in our teaching, mm -hmm. uh, to have joy, uh, to express that to our people. Uh, man, we, we need to do that a little bit more, sure. it would seem to me. Sure. There is a kingdom of darkness, mm. you know, that is trying to stop us from having reasons to celebrate. Mm. Uh, Paul said to the church at Ephesus, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Let's, let's start with that. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so, so people aren't the people really aren't the reasons why or aren't reasons to not be happy or to not celebrate. But we're wrestling against powers, principalities, rulers of the darkness. It goes on to say, spiritual wickedness in high places. These are, and they're using fiery darts of the devil to try to keep you sad. Mm -hmm. To keep you, I mean, you can do great ministry and look up. And you and God will work, have will have done a great move in your life, and before you know it, the devil has brought some news or talked, spoken to your mind, and told you why you should be sad. It happened to the, the, the greatest Old Testament preacher in the Bible, Elijah. Elijah defeated Jezebel, and and was suicidal shortly after. I mean, he asked God to kill him, so his attack. His, his his celebration was short short circuited by his own thinking, mm -hmm. and he's a great prophet. Mm -hmm. You know, I was I, I, I kept to, to bring this all together. I was thinking about how you have moments where you talk. Preachers have moments. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we have moments. Yeah, you know, that's, that's where I'm going on that. And, 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 and I don't think people understand that. Yeah, we have moments, so we need each other. Mm -hmm. I talk to Mark. You know, yeah. you know, we, we need each other. Who's Mark talking you know, to? And I, I, me. So the point, you know, we have these complaints mm -hmm. and uh, uh, and every every person who would maintain a joyous spirit, which is uh, and celebration is the offspring of that, needs a person we, 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 where he can offload to that can get him back connected him or her back connected and get you celebrated. You know, and that's why mothers, you know, uh, uh, Mark is making Mom. reference to his mother here, and so he should. I miss my mother. Man. My, my mother, I don't care what my, uh, and so it's a joy to have you listen to the broadcast, and it's a joy to have you in, in Mark's life. We reap the benefit of your relationship with Mark. Uh, 
hear that, mom. I miss my mother. My mother could uh could could reach and grab me emotionally and get me back centered to the celebratory person I am. Yeah. Uh, by looking at me. Yeah. You know, or she could call me. She and she could sense, hey, this is who you are. Mm-hmm. She, I was her pastor as well. The privilege of being her pastor. I could preach a sermon and several people would be up, jumping, happy, shouting maybe in the church, several people join, and she could call me afterwards. She might call me and say, what's wrong? <laughs> and I tried to... Ain't nothing wrong. Hey, ain't nothing wrong, Mom. You see all those people <laughs> join church today? You see all that? She said, yeah, but what's, what's wrong? wrong with you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she knows I know how to do my job. And, 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 I, and, and when you're a professional at whatever you do, you're going to teach. It doesn't mean that you don't have something that in the back of your mind is right. gnawing at you. Mm-hmm. And you're going to you're gonna wow those PhD students because you know how to do your job and you're anointed to do it. But people who know you, one of us, you're, moreover, your wife or your mother, can look at you, no matter how well you're doing, say, you talk to me, you're done. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. So we've got uh, about five minutes here left in this segment. We want to make sure to... Uh, to give a, a shout out to HB again. HB, I'd like for you to uh, show everybody this book that you wrote some time ago. Uh, I know that you're writing new stuff all the time, but uh, I think it's important to uh, to celebrate writers. So Dr. Clyde, we're going to talk about your book, of course, in the future. We did last week. Uh, we did with the, with the class. But uh, HB, this is your day. So talk to people a little bit about your book, where they can find it, and why it's important to you. Okay, here's the book, and it's Wordspirations, and that is a uh, title that, you know, I'm a wordsmith, so uh, I thought the word is the most inspiring, uh, the most dominating gift that we have on this planet other than our relationship with Christ, and I tell people all the time, you know, just go into Genesis and the first thing that God said happened. Um, that's how powerful word is, so mm-hmm. I've always been gifted to kind of assimilate words into almost a music uh, uh, kind of platform and, and I love my music and I like and I'm a thinker all the time I, I actually had an argument with my wife one time because you know we ride down the road and my mind is just racing and I said so baby what's on your mind and she said nothing and I'm almost nothing I never have thought nothing you know so <laughs> that's a rare thing too I just don't take a break like that so uh, I started coming up with all these different ways to share my gift with my thoughts with Christ uh, share some empowerment and educating verbiage. Mm-hmm. Also, make it entertaining so it's palatable to read. Uh, Clyde and we talk about this all the time, and I have to be real about the culturally sensitive nature of African Americans from whence I came. Uh, you know, thank God I've been blessed to be able to meet other cultures and be diverse enough to not ever feel like I'm out of my space. But also realize that as a culture of people, uh, music moves us. Uh, dance moves us, uh, uh, food moves us as a race of people. So I said, what if, What can I do to encourage and educate and motivate? And so I said, let me put it like music and put it like a little bit of rap and, you know, make my poetry where when they're reading it, they're hearing a song. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I was just able to to put together uh, just, a, just a series of poetry mm-hmm. uh, about my personal life, a series of poetry about the things that make me laugh, a, ser- uh, a series of poems about this queen in my life, you know, all of that, you know, uh, the hypocrisies that we share. You know, I wrote a poem about the hurricane uh, or the earthquake in Haiti 
back in, I guess, 2009, and, you know, uh, it was called Drive-By. And, you know, we here because now the rest of the world's here. We, you know, we've been driving by Haiti for years and mm -hmm. didn't pay attention. But then when the rest of the world showed up and the cameras were on, mm -hmm. now we're there. So mm -hmm. I, I just think that we need to take a look and go in depth sometimes mm -hmm. about what we are, who we are as a people. Mm -hmm. Get over those small things so we can get to this big thing, which is loving one another. Uh, I tell people all the time, it amazes me how we get caught up in somebody else's belief. Uh, I guess case in point would be the Kanye West thing. Hmm. And, and you know, it, it burns a lot of people a lot of ways. And I'm thinking to myself when I'm listening to the criticism, I'm thinking, he thinks different than you. <laughs> but we always want to have the right to share an opinion. But then when they share the opinion and don't think like you now, let's, let's blow them out the water or let's say something's wrong. I don't share a lot of opinion because of that right there because mm -hmm. sometimes if you share your opinion how much good does it do versus the fires you might start mm -hmm. and so opinions are the right to everybody mm -hmm. if i like licorice and you like a twix bar i don't think that we should <laughs> like like uh have this war over who likes which candy or which candy is best that's just your opinion or your preference mm -hmm. and i just think we spend a lot of time wasting time mm -hmm on not loving each other and figuring out how we're going to pick each other apart. Because in most cases, in most standpoints, we're about 95%, 90% alike. And we got a few things that we are different about. I don't think that that should be enough. If I got a 90% in school, I'd be an A student. <laughs> so why don't we try to be A citizens? Why don't we just think about, okay, that ain't my flavor or my choice, so that wouldn't be what I would do. But getting along and loving each other and being citizens to one another, I think we can do that. And that's why we call you Jumbo Love. <laughs> the yeah, big, man. The big 6 today, man. Happy birthday man, again. much appreciated. Yep. And thank you for letting me share this stage. You know, I yeah. talk much, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you're listening to Warp and Woof Radio, Radio Next.TV at the Cool Group site. Uh, I'm going to uh, sign off here on Facebook Live, and so you can pick us up on the radio station. Uh, just go to radionext.tv at the Cool Groove site, and then when you see the Cool Groove site, uh, you will listen to the next segment of this particular show. Uh, you can pick up the podcast later on. It'll be labeled Celebration on iTunes uh, through the Warp and Woof iTunes site. Um, but thank you so much, uh, those of you on Facebook Live here, for joining us today. Uh, this is HB's 60th birthday. Glad to, to uh, spend some time with him. Also wanted to reconnect one last time with Craig uh, Derricka. He was here uh, talking about the Multiply Conference on November 8th and 9th. You don't want to miss that. If you go to their website and you register, you get a 50% off through the weekend if you use the word, the promo code Comenius, which is uh, the uh, sponsor of this show, Comenius, that's C-O-M-E-N-I-U-S, Comenius will be your half off to get in the uh, doors November 8th and 9th for the Multiply Conference. Do check that out, those of you in Indianapolis, and you can stream it live for those of you outside of Indianapolis. I know we've got a, a Denver-based crew out there that listens to us, so use the same promo code, Comenius, get it, your stream half off for that. 